Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. How you holding up with this pandemic, this COVID-19, this coronavirus? You holding up? You doing everything you're supposed to do? Social distancing? You wearing the mask? You getting your medication delivered? You getting food delivered? You got water in the house? Excellent. You got to have what you got to have, right? You got to do what you got to do. Are you keeping your doctor's appointments? Are you keeping them virtually or are you going to the office? If you're going to the office, are you wearing your mask? Are you wearing your gloves? You got you to gotta protect yourself. Protect yourself and protect others. That's what it's all about. But if you can do those virtual appointments, do the virtual appointments. They're great. They save time. You don't even have to get dressed. You just got to put on a clean shirt. You could sit there naked from the waist down if you wanted to. <laughs> I love the virtual appointments. This way, there's no driving, there's no time-wasted traveling, and you get it done. It's the same thing as if you went to the office. Other than that, I want to remind you, an apple a day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. So if you get a minute, go over there, check it out. That's www.famousapple.com. Now, have you gone over to our group page on Facebook? Have you answered the poll question yet about how you would let your kids go back to school? Several people have. Several people have answered, quest- have answered the question rather in email. And right now, the way it stands, 80% of the listeners would rather their kids do virtual learning this year rather than send them back to the classroom. 20% said that they would do virtual and classroom learning, split it up. But 80% so far has said that they would rather just do virtual learning. Now, we're going to leave that poll up for another week. So I hope you'll go, go over there and put your, put your response down. Check off what you feel. That's at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living and it brings you to the page living with a disability that's an apple a day group page go over there answer the poll join in on the fun the conversations are going on there's some chat going on you make new friends maybe you help somebody out let them know what you're thinking maybe you have a tip that can help them now speaking of tips i got an email from mike d in detroit michigan and this is pretty interesting And I'm sure this would work probably in any other state. He has a problem. He owns a house in Detroit, and parking is is at a premium there. Trying to find a parking space. Now, he's handicapped, and or he has a handicap, I should say. He's not handicapped. He, He has a disability. And what he needed was a place to park, and it's hard to find a place close enough to his house to park. He petitioned the Department of Traffic, and the Department of Traffic actually put handicapped parking in front of his house. How's that? Now, the one thing is, that's not just for him. That's anyone that has a handicapped placard could park there. That's not his personal space. 
but at least in front of his house now, there's a handicap spot. So I was thinking, you know, you, you could try that in any other state. You could petition any other state. Now, I know down in South Carolina, when I was on a board of directors down there, we petitioned the Department of Traffic there to put up no parking signs, and they did it. They did it. So this might be something you want to look into in your area. If you have a problem with parking or you don't have a driveway or you don't have a garage and you own your house, you might want to try petitioning the Department of Traffic and see if it's possible to get that done for yourself. Mike seemed to get it done for himself in Detroit, and it's a good idea. I never thought of that. That's something to think about, and that was a good tip. Thanks a lot, Mike, for sending that in, and thanks a lot for being a listener of the podcast. Keep on listening, buddy, (laughs) and keep on sending in those tips. Well, we got a good one for you today. Uh, Of course, we're going to speak about COVID-19, the coronavirus. It's a popular topic. We're also going to talk about how do you want to be perceived, right? How do you want to be remembered? That's even more important. But we're going to get into that. You know, people don't think about it. Sometimes they just let their feelings take over and they don't really think about how people look at them and how people remember them. That's important. And I'm not talking about end of life or something like that. But it will. I mean, it will affect your end of life. How people are going to remember you after you are gone. But how do people remember after you left the room? How do they remember you? What do they think of you? And we're going to talk about that. Okay, so sit back, relax, and let's get started here. Now, last time on the podcast, we spoke about these face masks with the valves in them. They're no good. They do nothing. They're useless. I hope you've gotten rid of them. The multi-layered masks are the best. That's gonna. That's what's going to protect you and protect the ones around you. Now, according to the CDC, none of the rules have been relaxed. When you go shopping, you still have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask in public. And these valve masks are no good. When you go shopping, you should still be wearing the latex gloves. Okay? You should be protecting your eyes. This virus can get to you through your mouth, through your nose, through your eyes. And if you touch your face, if you touch your eyes, rub your eyes or rub your nose, you could be giving yourself the virus. And you're touching things in the store. That's why you need the gloves. And dispose of them properly after, you, after you're done. And when you bring your purchases home, when you bring the merchandise home that you've bought, clean it before you bring it into your house. The same thing with your shoes. Don't wear your shoes into your house that you've worn out in public with the, in stores or what have you. Leave them outside your house. Why do you want to take the chance? These are little things, and people will laugh and say, oh, that's so foolish, don't be doing that, that's, that's ridiculous. Is it ridiculous to protect yourself and the ones you love, your family, your friends, yourself? You're protecting yourself. Get the Clorox wipes, wipe down whatever you buy. Before you bring it in your house, protect yourself. It's the same thing. You know, 
everyone's saying, oh, the poor restaurants, we, we want to help them. And that's nice. That's very nice. But, you know, when they're delivering food to you, before you bring that into your house, just because they delivered it doesn't mean it's clean. Just because they're saying that there's no-touch delivery or no-touch payments or stuff like that doesn't mean it's clean. You have to clean that before it comes into your house. These are things that you have to do. It's not, it's not up for discussion. And what, the, because we had a tropical storm, do you think that negates the, the pandemic? It doesn't. In fact, it makes it worse. We had a tropical storm. Here, look at it like this. It came through New York last Tuesday. I was, out, I was without electric from Tuesday until Thursday night at 10 o'clock. Had no electric, but it blew through 70 mile an hour winds, knocked down trees. Can you imagine what that blew around in the area? You have to protect yourself. Get rid of those masks. Continue to use the gloves. Dispose of the gloves properly. Protect your eyes. They, now they have full face shields you can get. Or just wear glasses. But make sure you clean the glasses. Don't just forget about it. Don't get relaxed. Once you let your guard down is when the problems can happen. You know that. You've seen it before. Don't let your guard down. They keep on saying there's a second wave that might come. We're still not done with the first wave. Protect yourself. Protect those around you. Be safe. And hopefully, hopefully they'll come up with some kind of vaccine. And, you know, I just read a poll that said 60% of the people in the U.S. probably wouldn't take the vaccine. Are you nuts? I don't know about some people. I, I know you have people out there running around saying it's their right not to wear a mask. Well, it's also their right to die, as far as I'm concerned. I don't want to die. I don't want anyone I know to die, especially from this. This is a vile, disgusting virus. It, it eats you up inside and outside, and I don't want to see that happen to anybody, anybody, especially those around me. So please, get the mask that you need, wear the gloves, wear the eye protection, do what you have to do, all right? It takes seconds, but please, do what you have to do. And don't let anyone shame you into not doing it. Don't let anyone make you feel that you're, you're foolish for doing it. Protect yourself and protect your family. Let's move on here. I hope you're listening because what I'm about to tell you can save your life. Not only your life, but the life of your family, your kids, your friends, your neighbors. So listen up good. This past week... 2020 being what it is, of course, there was a tropical storm, Isaiah. You know, naturally, it's going to hit us. And it did. It hit us good. On Tuesday, we got hit with 70 mile an hour winds. We got hit with downpours. Uh, damaged the likes I haven't seen in years. Last time I seen any kind of damage like this was in Pennsylvania years ago when a tornado touched down in Monroe County. But this year, this, is, this was bad. And I thought we were safe because our utilities are, are underground. I have a brand new house. <laughs> no, it's 2020. Of course we weren't safe. At 2 o'clock, well, between 2 and 2.30 on Tuesday, we lost all power. And we didn't get it back until between 9.30, 10 o'clock on Thursday, which put us at 57 hours without electricity. Try that. Especially here in the country, because we don't have central water and we don't have central sewer. We have a septic and a well. So not only did that leave us with no electric, it left us with no water and it left us with no bathrooms. 
try that on for size. That's a lot of fun. But anyhow, that's not that's not the biggest problem. Well, Tuesday night, the food stayed in the refrigerator. It was all right. But by Wednesday morning, it was time to chuck it all. And that we did because the garbage, the garbage men were coming. So we had to empty out the refrigerator, which left us with no food. So none of the stores around us were open. Everybody was out. There was no power at all in our entire town. Well, that night, now my dogs are on a, on a healthy diet. My wife cooks all the food for my dogs and my cat. So all their food had to go too. So we had to get food not only for myself and my wife, but also for my two dogs and my cat. So we figured, all right, we could do McDonald's, but the McDonald's in our town was closed. They got crushed by trees. So the next one, next closest McDonald's was like 20 miles away. In the, in the middle, there was a pizza shop in Pauling, New York. It seems like the storm kind of passed over Pauling. Maybe it gave them a couple of houses with a blackout here and there, but nothing to write home about. But this pizza shop was open. So my wife calls up an order, and we place this order. The order comes out to $45. I almost choked, but it is what it is. We had to get food for everybody. So we take the ride to Pauling. The guy tells us on the phone, it'll be ready 15, 20 minutes. We said, well, we're a half hour away. You know, he says, it's okay. We get there. Of course, the order's not ready yet. And we're looking through the window and notice that there's four people working in this place. And not one of them, not one, have a mask on. The guy that's cooking, there was this young kid. He was holding a broom. And every five minutes, he'd give a quick swift with the broom and put the broom down, fix his hair, and go back. Another swift with the broom, fix his hair again. But uh, no mask. Then this other one. He's leaning on the, on the table next to the food, and he's staring off into space, contemplating, you know, time and space and what have you. And then the other one's standing behind the cash register, and no mask. My wife goes in, and she says, we're here to pick up the order. And he says, well, it's not ready yet. Okay. So she comes out, and she says, not one of them, none of them have a mask on. I said, well, you know what? I don't, I don't feel comfortable with this. So she says, neither do I. With that, another fellow goes in. And he comes out because his order's not ready yet either. And we're talking. And my wife says to him, did you notice no one in there has a mask? He says, I did notice that. So we said, we're, we're canceling the order. And he says, you know what? He followed her in. And the guy says, well, what are you canceling the order for? He says, nobody has a mask on. He says, everybody's six feet away from each other. There wasn't six feet to be found behind that counter. I said, cancel the order. Give me a refund. So reluctantly he did. He says, well, you know, this order's already ready. Well, you eat it. Give me, give me back my money. With that, the guy, <laughs> the next guy, he says, give me back my money too. He says, no masks. I'm not paying for this. So this guy, this guy here lost 85 bucks in a matter of 30 seconds because these four village idiots didn't have masks on. Now in New York state, it's mandatory, mandatory. Employers must give their employees masks. Masks must be worn at all times indoors. Not just for employees, but for the customers as well. Now, my wife had a mask on. The gentleman that came in behind us, he had a mask on. The customers had masks on. The employees didn't. The employees are playing with their hair, leaning all over the counter where the food is. It was disgusting. Disgusting. It was called the Village Village Pizzeria and Restaurant in Pauling, New York. It's right across from the train station. I would never, ever go there again. Never. Not just because of the mask, but because of their attitude. Now, the next day, I called the Department of Health to say, to see, 
who do I report this to? And they were very helpful. In New York, there's two numbers. I'm going to give you those now. If you're from New York, you can call 833-789-0470. That's 833-789-0470. Or you can call 212-416-8786. That's 212-416-8786. Call those, report them. They'll dispatch somebody out to, out to that location right away. Give them as much information as you can. Give them the phone number. Give them the address, the street name. As much information. Tell them what happened, what time it happened that you were there. And they'll take care of it from there. I'm not looking to put anyone out of business. But I'm not going to let somebody play with my health or my family's health. For those people that live in another state other than New York. If you have this problem. Simply contact your Department of Health, your State Department of Health, and they will give you the phone numbers to call to have somebody dispatched to go out there. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be the state police or the local sheriff. Or if you're in a big city like New York, it might be the the NYPD in New York's case. But they'll dispatch somebody out there right away because this isn't a game. They're playing with our health. Now, I don't want to just be the bad guy here either. I want you to report these people that are, that are violating the mandates. And the mandates are across the country. It's across the country. It's not just New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. It's across the country. Masks are mandatory in public, in public spaces. They're mandatory. But here's the other thing. We know businesses are hurting. And if you know a pizza shop or a deli or, or a store in your area, and you see that they're complying with the masks... Hey, you know what? Get that information and send it to me. Send me the name of the store, the phone number, the name of the manager or the owner. Send it to me at admin at famousapple.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at famousapple.com. I'd like to call those people, record the phone call, play it back on the podcast, and congratulate them and thank them. Thank them for doing the right thing. That's important. And we'll give them a plug. We'll give their business a plug. Who knows? It might help them. It might not. But you know what? At least we're thanking them. And that's what we, that's what we want to do. We, want, we don't want to just cause problems for people. We want, we, we're all in this together. No matter what, it's unfortunate. We're in this together, like it or not. And we have to help each other. And if we can help a small business that's struggling, even if he only gets one more customer out of it, or even if he doesn't get a customer, make him feel good for a day. That somebody actually thanked him for doing the right thing. So get his information or her information and send it to me. Again, admin at famousapple.com. I'll call them. I'll record the phone call. We'll put it on the podcast and see if we can help them out. All right? Just remember, be careful. And like I've been saying, right along, anything that comes into your house, I don't care who brings it. It could be your mother. It could be Sister Sister Mary Margaret, Mother Teresa. I don't care who brings it. Wash it before it comes into your house. Very, very, very important. Okay? All right. Let's move on here. All right. Some people may consider this homework, and uh, I guess it is. I want to ask you a question. How do you want to be remembered? Now, I'm not just talking about at the end of your life when everything's done and gone and finished. But, like, when you leave a room, how do you want to be remembered? 
Also, how do you want to be perceived when you're in the room? Do you want people to look at you like, oh, you're a martyred soul? You're a self-pityer? You're a complainer? Nothing ever suits you. You're, everything's wrong. Or you compare yourself to everybody. Maybe you're one of those people, woe is always me, woe is always me. Or you're pissed off all the time, 24-7. Nothing can make you happy, nothing. Or you're one of those little meek, mousy type people, you know. They're always sorry, and they're always admitting they're wrong. Even if they're right, they admit they're wrong. Or the ones that are never sorry, you know the type. Never sorry, never say you're sorry, and they're never wrong. Even if they're wrong 100% of the time, they're never wrong. And what about the people that are always sad? That no matter what, there could be dancing girls in front of them, a live band, a cake just for them, balloons, streamers, clowns. But they're always sad. Are you like that? How about the ones that are always happy? No matter what. They're always happy. They just got hit in the face with a two-by-four with a nail in it. And they're laughing their ass off. Is that you? What about the ones that are always serious? Everything is serious. There's no room for joy. There's no room for anything. It's, it's serious. Life is just serious. Is that you? Or are you the person that's never serious? Don't take anything seriously. Just let it fly, let it go, let it be whatever it is. Are you quiet like a little mouse? Are you quiet? You sit in the corner and watch the world go by? Are you loud? Are you loud and annoying? Because loud people can be annoying. What about rude? Are you rude? Rude and crude? Is that you? How about polite? To a fault, polite. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. Why, thank you, sir. No, thank you, sir. Are you selfish? One of these people like, I want it. I want it. I want it. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. You can't have it. You can't use it. You can't even look at it. This is mine. Is that you? What about generous to a fault? Like, here. You don't have a shirt? Here, take my shirt. You don't have pants? Here, take my pants. I'll walk around naked. As long as you're happy. Here, take this. You need money? Well, I've got, uh, how much money do you need? Well, I've got $3. Isn't that a coincidence? That's exactly what you need? Well, here's the $3. Are you reliable? People, people know. Hey, there's Bob. He's that reliable guy. He'll be there no matter what. Could be snowing, but he said he's going to take you out in a rowboat. He's reliable. He'll be there. Or are you not reliable? Well, there's that Jimmy. He said he's going to be here at nine. Well, it's a quarter after two. Can't rely on him for anything. Or are you a liar? Look at that sky. The sky is actually black. Yes, the sun is out, but the sky is black. Are you a liar? Or are you honest to a fault? Oh, you ask me, does uh, those pants make your ass look big? Well, you could put a tablecloth back there and have a family reunion. Doesn't matter how many people you invite, everybody's got a spot at the table behind you. Do you see yourself in any of these descriptions? Well, look, on our next episode, we're going to discuss this in depth. And we're going to show you how to 
get around, how to, how to avoid falling into the trap of being labeled like this. You know, being one of these, being pointed out, being singled out as one of these types of people is a terrible thing. Being singled out for anything is a terrible thing, really, unless they're telling you you're great. But if you take all of these and combine them, that could be something else. So I want you to think about this over the next week here. And on our next episode, we're going to go into depth on this, on how do you want to be remembered and how do you want to be perceived right now, right this very minute. Okay, so we're going to talk about that on the next episode of An Apple A Day. Make sure you're here on Friday for this. All right, let's move on here. Well, I want to thank you for stopping by today. I want to thank you for being a listener of our podcast, An Apple A Day. And I want to remind you, go over to our group page at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living. It'll bring you to the group page called Living with a Disability. It's an Apple A Day group page. Go over there, join in the fun answer some questions, ask some questions, get into a conversation with somebody, but go over there, read what's on the page. It's good stuff, I, I guarantee you. But again, thank you for stopping by, and I want to remind you of one thing, like I always do, things can always be worse. No matter what, there's somebody somewhere right now out there wishing that they were in your position, so things can always be worse, my friends. Well, I'll talk to you on the next episode, and make sure you're here so you get part two of Who Are We? And I want to just remind you one more time, you're listening to an Apple a Day podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. And one more thing, one more thing I want to leave you with. The best medicine for any problem you have is laughter, my friends. Take care. thanks for listening to an apple a day with jimmy apple your gateway to a happy healthy life join our community at www.famousapple.com see you next time